There's nothing more thrilling than nailing an insurance company. And the truth shall set you free! I want the truth! You can't handle the truth! Great moments are born in great opportunity. All right, all right, all right. Welcome in, everybody, to the On Justice podcast. I'm Jordan Redavid. First time in studio. Pretty excited to be here. Is this your first time? First time in studio. Wow. Yep. Episode 28? 27. Episode 27. Jordan finally made it down here to Florida. Gracious with his presence. Well, no. welcome. Welcome to the studio. Thanks, man. It's good to be here. I got to tell you, I, I was excited to come and just seeing everybody in person. It's been too long for so many people. We got a couple new employees that we're onboarding, and um, I, I'm I'm very much looking forward to next year. I'm going to try and come down once a month, get one of these in person. It's yeah, good, it's, man. It's always good to remember, like, to see you in person. Yeah, man. You know? I do exist. I'm not just an avatar. Yeah, we've been partners now for, what, four and a half, four and a half, five, five and a half years. Five year. and a half, I think. Yeah, and now since Jordan's moved to Atlanta, like, you know, unless we're in trial, you know, it's a... It's a Zoom call away, but... No, you know. but that's... We're going to talk today. We've got a few topics to talk about. And for those wondering, I mean, obviously it's the end of the year. Holiday season is upon us. By the time this episode comes out, everyone will probably be in full swing. So we figured why not be uh, in the festive spirit. Shout out to Justin for hooking us up with these Santa hats. Festivus. We're going to celebrate Festivus this year. Even more ridiculous than we otherwise would. <laughs> um, end of year gets people... I mean, I think it hits people a lot of different ways, depending on where you're at in life. But hopefully you find yourself healthy, prosperous, and excited about what's to come in the next year. And I know for me personally... I look at this as an opportunity, not really as much to reflect on the year that was, but to look forward and plan for the year that's coming, being 2023, and to set some goals. And even just what we were talking about, you know, for me, I I would like to be down here. I will be down here once a month in 2023 in person. I think it's important. It's more than just FaceTime. There's a camaraderie. There's a whole atmosphere to it. And I think people get the benefit of... I don't know, working side by side on projects, spitballing ideas. It's, you know, even though it's so easy to just click a Slack call, a Zoom call, or just jump on the phone, that's still a hurdle, you know, and I want people to feel like they have the opportunity to just pop in the office and do that. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it's like we are, we've been like, you know, remote, you know, for the most part, last couple of years. And what we're seeing is that people are starting to actually want to come back to the office. Not like we don't like require it. Like, look, as long as you're getting your stuff done, I don't care where you work home here or otherwise, but it's, it's people have been coming in. It's kind of nice. You know, you've been in town. Dude, couple- I had, I had never met Nate Dallas in person. We interviewed her from me remotely. I mean, it was all remote interview, right? But she, she's been working since April. First time met her today in person. And what's great is she felt like family immediately, but you know those kinds of things i want to avoid moving forward the pandemic was one thing life has a habit of get just getting in the way it's more than just a flight right i mean we all we have so much work so much obligation on us but 2023 goal number one for me personally is definitely going to be down here in person 2023 also we're talking about goal setting (laughs) so john and i and the rest of the litigation attorneys we were meeting what is it a week last week and we're planning out the 52 weeks of next year specifically for purposes of trial because i think for the very first time i mean we've tried several cases since the pandemic but for the first time i'm viewing it as a literal log jam the first half of the year i don't know i don't have the spreadsheet in front of us but what did we have like nine or ten trials yeah we got five in a week five set in january uh three of which well i think four of which are on the same exact period um few yeah but from between now and may we've got 
uh, approaching 10 trials and they're not going to settle and they're not going to, they're either going to go or they're going to get bumped. But yeah, I mean, we're ready to, you know, flex that trial lawyer designation on the firm, you know, and really, and, and the great part about it is we've got enough people here and, and some great, you know, trial lawyers that we're excited to cut them loose and say, look, we right. can't, you know, myself, Jordan, and I can't be everywhere. Uh, you know, we, we talk about, I have moments where I like, oh, look, I want to try every case. And I'm like, I don't want to try every case. It's like weird. But then the trial's come and I want to try every case. And so having that, that team to fall back on, I'm like, look, they're going to go try other cases because I can't be in two places at once. So it's, it's great. I'm excited for this year. I think that the, you know, the upside, especially with, you know, the USVI and all that kind of stuff. Um, you know, it's, yeah. it's going to be a big year, big opportunity. It's a big oppor- It's a big opportunity for us as a business um, from a, a growth of personnel standpoint, like development of personnel. So we have just phenomenal people that work with us. Um, our trial lawyers are eager. They are hungry. They are experienced, different varying degrees of experience. But being able to walk into court with them, you know, we've tried several cases with Keela now, but... Ray, we haven't yet had the opportunity to try a case together. Loilette, who we just hired, we want to try cases with her. And then just, you know, mix and match and find the right teams for the right cases to give the clients the best chance of success. And obviously it's more than just a numbers game for, like, saying, I tried this many cases this year because at the end of the day, results talk. So I want clients to get the benefit of the best trials possible. And, you know, I would love to. It's an aspirational goal, but I think it's feasible. I would like to generate $25 million in fees for us this year. You know, as a firm collectively between settlement, because Lewis and Nadellis and Crystal, they're doing a great job. But collectively, pre-lit, through litigation, all our trial cases, $25 million in fees. That's where I'd like us to be when we're doing this podcast with another Santa hat 12 months from today. Yeah, and we're going to hold ourselves to that. And so, yeah. you know, and but it's not so much, you know, obviously the monetary goal setting is important. But really from like a development standpoint for us is like I want to get to the point that all of these people can, without my input you know, try their, completely try their own cases, you know, do everything, right. handle everything from start to, from, you know, soup to nuts, as Jordan says. Yeah, well, you can read every trial book, you can watch every video on demand, you can go to every CLE, you could talk to every colleague you have, but if you don't try cases, you don't know what it's like to try one. And so the only way we're going to get the rest of our team to a place where we have a high degree of confidence that our clients have the best chance of success, even if we're not in the trial, is trying cases with them, two, three, four of them, whatever it takes, and giving them different roles, different bits and pieces of experience. And hopefully this is the year that we kind of turn that corner where it's not just the John and Jordan show and trial uh, from an experience standpoint, but it's, you know, Keela first sharing a trial or Ray or Ray and just Keela, you know, and they're, they're texting us and letting us know how the case is going. So I, the good news is we have an opportunity to do that. The better news is we have the right people to do that. I, I feel zero fear about that and uh kind of passing the baton in a way to uh i think ultimately benefit our clients because like you said we can't be in all places at all times and i think the people with real trial experience can appreciate this even if it was theoretically possible to be the one to try every case all year at some point you're going to get exhausted you're not going to be on top of your game and then that's the client you're going to let down right even just from an energy standpoint a sharpness standpoint um and 2023 we're talking about goal setting so it, do, it almost doesn't matter what field you're in it doesn't matter if you're the business owner or an employee of it i think goals are great to set you know everyone we meet new year's resolutions etc whatever but the truth is how are you going to get to that goal you got to put concrete steps in front of you that you can visualize 
and so you know when you're making progress. And for us, we're trying to do that this year primarily with more monthly meetings with the attorneys, less case-specific and more just like bigger picture. What are the cases we need to be aware of? Where are the problems going to come from? You know, the fires that are going to need to be put out. Who's going to be on what trial? Let's allocate those roles sooner so that we're not doing things uh, last minute with the non-attorney staff. You know, I want to meet with them quarterly, give them the benefit of more meaningful performance-based feedback instead of just annual reviews. You know, I always hate that end of year. It comes with like this, how have I done? Well, how are things going? It's like, it's a great time of year and things, we're very fortunate to say things have been great, but I think it's important that people get that meaningful one-on-one time and feedback along the way. And so that's another goal that we have. I just think it's, you know, just kind of generally talking about goals in general. I think every, like you have to have a goal you have to have some kind of aspiration because if you don't, like, if you just wander aimlessly, like, you can do that, you know, but if you don't have an idea of a destination or a goal, you know, um, you're not, it, it kind of, I don't want to say it limits you, but it kind of gives you a point of sense of direction where you can say, okay, here's the journey, here's the grind, you know, and then you got to say, yes, the the idea, like, of we've talked about, like, look, $25 million, that's the fee we want to generate, but, like, I want to... <coughs> dominate i want my goal is to dominate the other side until we get there i mean i want to be like they see my name now and it's like shit yeah that's what i want and you know what because i heard this guy talking the other day and he said you know the person who enjoys like walking for instance right versus the person who enjoys the destination right and the person who has to walk to a particular destination, you know, if they don't enjoy the walking, they're going to not have it as much as the person who enjoys walking, right? I'm probably screwing that all up, but the point is, what he's saying is, like, you've got to enjoy the journey, right? You've got to enjoy the grind to get there. So, yeah, like, obviously a monetary goal is important for a law firm or any business is saying, like, look, this way we want to do it, but I literally want to be like, this is it. This is us. This is what we're doing. Well, $25 million in fees, the only way we're going to get there is domination. Right. In every outcome, in every meaningful battle, you know, figuratively speaking, that we go into, we're going to have to come out not only the victor, but in a, in a very meaningful and substantial way. And I'm, I'm excited for that. I mean, that's, you know, I don't ever want to be in a race without realizing how long it is or where the finish line is. I, I like the sense of accomplishment with goal setting. I like to set high goals for myself so that there's a legitimate challenge. But I mean, you need to know when, and it's okay to celebrate and, and take a minute and look around and share in the moment with your team. And so I'm very much looking forward to that. Right. Okay. So obviously there's there, Justin is pulling it up and he says, the quote is basically the man who loves walking will walk further than the man who loves the destination. Right. So, you know, if you like, <clears throat> you know, more so than just hitting a particular goal, but enjoying the the way we get there, like how we dominate. How, I mean, you know, we've heard compliments as like we're cowboys. You right. know how amazing that is, right? To be referred to as somebody that people are like, Jesus, these guys are, you know, not not reckless, reckless in the sense that like we do things differently, we think outside the box, we're creative. You know, we do all those things that, you know, I think that. Yeah, but you can be creative. You can be hardworking. You can be smart. You can have the best case. If you don't have a healthy appetite for risk, it's going to be hard to get those exceptional exceptional verdicts and outcomes because the safe path, the one that tends to lend itself towards settling short of that trial, which has inherently more risk, it's an unknown. I mean, that's the journey that we want to 
we don't want to go down that conventional one all the time. I mean, ultimately, it's the client's say. But for the clients who give us that green light, we want to walk that path and enjoy it. You know? Yeah. I mean, I'm I'm all for that. I'm all for trial. And we've spent years building this firm to get to a place where we have the people, the human resources, literally, to accomplish what we want to do together. Because it's never going to be just a John, just a Jordan, just a John and Jordan thing. That was never the vision. That's never going to be what it is. And I'm finally, I feel like this is a big year for us where collectively as a team in litigation, primarily, we can really elevate our clients' lives and the outcomes of cases. And I'm very, very much excited for that. Yeah. And, and you guys are going to be, I mean, I'm going to be less a Florida lawyer this year coming up. You know, I'm going to be a Virgin Islands lawyer that, you know, that's pretty much taken over the bulk uh, it'll probably be 85% of what I'm going to be doing. Like, yeah, I'll have my couple of cases I need to try, do all that kind of stuff, but, you know, and having that good support team is going to enable me to do that. Yeah, so. growing, growing, expanding our practice into the Virgin Islands is exciting, but it's challenging. You know, it's exhilarating, but it's demanding, and right now primarily on you and our four team members that are there or, or working for that office, rather, but... You know, I just submitted my application to be admitted to the USVI bar. Hopefully that'll take place early in 2023 so I can I can come down and, and help in a more meaningful way for those clients, help you. But that's that's an exciting opportunity. You know, it's interesting. Ever since we've taken this opportunity with the Virgin Islands, the feedback has been varied. And I don't know why in my brain I thought it would all be track one path. But, you know, sometimes I share this with people that say, holy shit, like you weren't scared. That's not... That's a lot of, like, risk is not the wrong word, but, I mean, that's a lot of clients to service, a lot of new people, and a lot of new things. And I, I love the fact that you are you are like me, and then I'm like, yeah, of course it's challenging, of course there's risks, of course there's unknown, but God damn, how exciting is that? And that's that's Dude, what I I'm wake j- up every day yeah, wanting to do. I'm jacked. I mean, I'm jacked. Like, like, think about this, like, you know, trudging along cases, but now I get to jump in, I'm parachuting into cases there, and, like, there's some, I mean, there's some really catastrophically injured people down there that have, like, and you're just like, what is, I don't understand, and, you know, how this happened, and these cases aren't being pushed harder, and, you know, they're like, oh, everything's a little bit slower, and I'm like, well, maybe that's true, but if I bring a different mentality to that, it's like, my goal is to come down there and, honestly, is, like, be the guy, you know? It, it's a, what I would consider to be a smaller pond, and I'm, I am my fully intend this year to make sure that I'm the big fish in sense that, like, if you've got a case, you're injured there, that's your coming to me. Like, that's what's going to be put in place. That's what I'm going to be doing. That's what my vision is. That's what my goals are going to be. Well, you're already taking the steps necessary. And I'm, I mean, just as your partner, I'm proud of you, man. It's a, it's a huge undertaking. You've dove in head first, and you're already popped up and swimming laps. And, Bro, I got and status conferences in federal court down there already. I'm going back every two weeks, you know, just boom, let's go. Discovery forms, meeting, Rule 26, like just hitting the ground running, you know. But the benefit is, is I think that, you know, our approach here to trial from Florida, what we've grown and what we've developed is going to really play there because of what we, how we're going to work up a case, how we're going to yep. go. And so when we ultimately present our case to a jury in the Virgin Islands, they are going to, it's going to be like, wow. Right. You know, and then they're going to say, I'm going to say. make your mark, you know. You know. I, it's go time. I'm very excited for it. Um Justin and I were talking for the past couple of weeks. You know, we're looking forward, and, you know, the uh, end-of-year party is coming up. I think it's next week. And I was telling Justin that I wanted to do something. It's it's small relative to what can be done, and it's just one of many things that we will do. But is to, to give people something that they'll probably use and see regularly and that will remind them of what our collective mission is. And so we decided to get Yeti 
glasses. I don't know if they're 16 or 24 ounce or whatever, but I think it was the big ones, 20 ounces, and um, they're in, they're inscribed not just with our logo, but it says one team, one dream, 2023, and on the other side has their name for each each employee, and I feel like that that for me embodies what I feel about the upcoming year. We have people in Texas. We have people in the Virgin Islands. We have someone in Maryland, a bunch of people in Florida. I'm in Atlanta, but we are all one team. And thankfully, it really does feel like that. It doesn't feel like some aspiration that we'll never attain already. And thankfully, technology helps with that. But So we're one team, and I want us all to have that one collective dream of really making a difference for our clients, really growing individually as professionals, lawyers and non-lawyers alike. And just kicking ass in terms of like actual outcomes and cases and results so that when we're looking back next year, it's almost unrecognizable. You know, I feel like you're only as good as your results and you can't rest on your laurels. You can eat Oreos, but you can't rest on your laurels. And, um, you know, even though we've had success in the past, I, I hate to say this. There's a part of me that hates to say this, but it's my truth, which is like, that's all news to me. Uh, every client that we still have that hasn't yet achieved the outcome that they want, they're the person who deserves our attention right now. And it's it's great to look back and and high five and say, oh, remember this and remember that. There, there's a time and a place for that. But for me, looking forward to 2023, it's about these clients, the the new ones that will come on board and making a difference in their lives in a way that hopefully, you know, even exceeds their, their wildest expectations. Yeah, I think so. I mean, look, obviously running any business – it's it's we're a we're a client driven business. I mean, I I think that a lot of lawyers forget that you know we're really it's a service position. Yep. You know, I am an extension of my client just from you know from that my experience and my in the legal knowledge that I have and the procedure and the rules and how you present it. You're the voice for them, but you really are an extension of your client. And I think a lot of lawyers sometimes forget that um, of just like you know, and so. We try to embody that to it's all. It's because lawyers have egos. Let's just call it. And peop- lawyers that are in litigation tend to have, my estimation, bigger egos than some other people uh, in in our profession. And then the lawyers that are really geared towards trial tend to have the biggest egos, or at least those lawyers who are in court a lot. So I think that sometimes casts a shadow over. Like, don't forget what the fuck is going on here. Now, look, I don't know what it's like to represent an insurance company or a corporation, and I hope never to know that. <laughs> but when I'm representing a human being. They're in my mind. I mean, I told you this morning, you picked me up from the hotel and we're driving over and I I literally woke up from a quasi dream state stressed out about a particular issue in a particular case. It was ironically a a potentially positive dream, but I was I'm that invested in in the clients that I want to serve that even when I'm sleeping, sometimes they're (laughs) they're entering my thoughts and their cases, and I, I, I mean, that's how much I want to plan and get the outcome for them. And um, I think all lawyers, I mean, we can't, we can't be rudderless. We can't forget what we're doing here. At the end of the day, we're a vessel to, for, of justice for our clients. And if we're not delivering justice, then what the, who the hell cares how many hearings you had, how many times the judge said, you know, add a boy or add a girl, or who cares how many times a colleague said, oh, that was a great argument or that was a wonderful brief you wrote. Who gives a shit if it doesn't make a difference for the client? Yeah. Like a real difference. So we have to be outcome oriented. And, you know, I don't always like to reflect at the end of the year. I don't find it a particularly useful exercise. I I prefer to do it more contemporaneously as things go on. 
something good happens, I ask myself why. Something bad happens, what the fuck happened? How can I fix it to prevent it from happening in the future? But one of the big lessons that I've learned after after 2022 that I'm I'm going to carry with me to 2023 is I am not going to let toxic people, whether that's people on the other side or other people involved in the system, bog me down. I think last year, if I were to be the most you know honest and critical with myself, I let too many people who it almost seems like they're mission oriented on, on getting under your skin mm-hmm. and making your blood boil. I let them, I let them win in that regard. It doesn't really slow you down any literally in the progression of a case, but it slows you down psychologically. And yeah. I, I don't want to carry that with me into next year. So I, I'm just going to have more of a Teflon coating as we go into next year. <laughs> just let the bullshit fall, fall wherever it needs to, but I'm not carrying that bag. God, I'm the king of that slopping down in the mud. Just like, I got to re- like, respond to like everything you know and and you know it's 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 refreshing because you know ray's here and he's always like he just like ignores portions of emails and like just doesn't engage it and me yeah. I'm, and i'm always like you need to say this 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 and he's just like no and you know it's almost like you're he's stealing that like they want that like and yeah. when he when in a particular case when he's taken over and, and hasn't done that there is no reaction like i was getting and so you know, I think that's true is like, you know, taking that energy because I, I feel like, you know, that's when I would I would come home and like I'd have bad energy around the family. Right. And I, yeah. and I always try to make sure that whatever's happening in my life or at work or anything when I when I step into the doors of my home, I try to put that shit to bed. I mean, I got young children. I've got a baby on the way. So talk about two twenty twenty three goals. You know, I want to it's going to be the first time where I'm going to have trials set when I'm having a kid. And it's real. My my ego is like I need to try the case, like don't have that baby. I mean, we had David Marcus on mm-hmm. a couple of months ago, like one of the nation's unquestionably one of the nation's preeminent criminal defense lawyers, primarily white collar, and a really good person. And he's down here in South Florida. And remember, he shared stories that he his wife, uh, I think it was his daughter, they welcomed her into the world. He was in trial or just about to start a trial. I mean, it it. I'm sorry that the nature of our work puts you in a position where for you and your wife and your family, you can't plan concretely for that. But let's talk about it. We have the team in place now, and I think right. I think you even feel this on a personal level, that you know that when it comes time where you need to be with your family and you should prioritize your family, that the balls won't get dropped and we'll carry the Well, I, t- I told a client, right, that I've been litigating this case for years, and this is one of the cases that I have to win and we will win, and we're going to win big. It's going to happen. You'll you'll see, So in April... You know, 2023, get ready for that podcast because I'm going to light it up on how yeah. well what's going to happen. But I talked to the client. It's been so long, so long. I mean, I think this incident occurred in 2013 or 2014. It has been that long. Had prior counsel for like three years. We got involved. COVID shut it down. Then we get reset for trial like 18 months later, took an appeal, took it off. I mean, it's just. Listen, you know, and I'm, we're not going to name names, but and also you have toxic opposing counsel. That adds time, stress, yeah. it zaps your energy, probably zaps the court's energy. That, that contributes to it. But, know? but, I thought about, like, look, my wife's going to have a baby. Like, I want to be home. Like, I don't want to be the, the attorney that misses kid shit, ever. You know, I don't want to be, you know, those sort of lawyers that are like, oh, like, I wasn't the best dad. I've missed, like, my kid's life. Like, I don't want to do that. that. I don't think there's, you know, my, I don't need to make enough money to, to like, to miss my kid's life. So, I have to be there for the birth have to be i'm not going to be in trial so i was like look i told the client i said there may be a situation where i can't try your case i don't want you to lose your trial date but i don't want you know so i need to ask you a question 
Would you be okay with either A, having to push your trial, or me not try your case, right? Obviously, that's not two, two very you know, specific things. They don't want to do it. And you know, they're like, let me think about it. They thought about it, and then they were like, look, you know what? I trust you, so if you're telling me that the people that you have and surround yourself are just as good as you and are going to do as you know, then I'm okay with it. And I, and, and, that, and I believe that as saying, look, the team that's going to go to trial is just as good as me being there. Now, obviously, it's going to drive me crazy not being there. You know, but at the same time, it's also going to be kind of nice to like, hey, I hope I, go win. There's a deep part of me. I mean, I hope you're there for that client. You worked really hard for her for many years, and you deserve that opportunity to get her justice. But <clears throat> if it does turn out to be where it's others in our firm trying that case instead of you, in a weird way, I, I'm excited for that, too, because I want to deliver and, and give you that peace of mind. I'm like, wow, I didn't have to be there, and this thing was handled the right way. Yeah, <coughs> and I think it will be. And, and so, you know, like we, I said. I, I feel like compelled to say I'm not – when it's a negative thing, I don't want to name names. And when it's a positive thing, I feel a compulsion to, to name names. But I don't, I don't think it's proper. Just I won't. I, I want to respect people's privacy. But here, here's something I do want to share because it's like a nice end of year. It feels like a, a, an early Christmas present for me. Um, things don't always go our way, right? There's so many different variables, so many things outside our control. And we have a case that for years we fought and involved a minor child. We lost on summary judgment. We took an appeal. We lost. The appellate process lingered. And we lost. Ultimately, at the end of the day, we lost. It's a case that I will look back on for years and, and second guess. There, but we lost. Now, legally, the other side, as the prevailing party, is entitled to costs. And legally, and, and fees. Well, and legally, there's an argument that they might be entitled to fees. I think, I think that they're not. But, but this is the point of the story. I can't think of another lawyer in my entire career who, if we fortunately we don't lose all that often. So this has never come up, but I can't even think of another lawyer who wouldn't relish the opportunity in this particular woman's position to just hammer it home, put that final nail in the coffin, go after the clients for fees and costs, make it even more miserable than, than years of litigation and ultimately losing was. I get a call today from the lawyer, and she tells me, look, I'm telling the carrier, the insurer, not to pursue it. Um, I'm telling the insurer... This was the win. You won on the merits. The case is over. You escaped this risk, basically. Leave it alone. This is a family we're talking about. These are real people. And this is the cost. Essentially, these are, you know, my words, not her. I'm paraphrasing. But this is the cost of doing business as an insurance company. Sometimes you're going to win. Sometimes you're going to lose. And when you win, don't gloat and go so far over the top that you're taxing fees and costs onto people that are good-natured people that did have a legitimate case. It just, you know shake of the dice didn't go their way and i have to tell you it, it warms my heart in a way it gives me a renewed sense of optimism from law school to present how many times have we heard people talk about civility bro it was signed by the defendant yeah like let's not forget the defendant who was sued yeah he's actually on he's on board saying like please don't go after this family yeah so it just gives me a, a I, i'm optimistic for the future because surely she's it's a unique position and i'm very grateful for it but and you know ultimately it's the insurer's decision but the fact that there's people out there like her it leads me to believe that getting back to what i said earlier if i can just go into 2023 less toxicity don't let don't let the toxic people get hold me down 
I bet you I'm, I'm going to have a new vision for for the other people on the other side who are just doing their job. Yeah, man. There, I mean, there's look, there's a lot of great defense lawyers out there. A lot yeah. of great defense lawyers that we've worked with, um, like super great to try cases with. You know, obviously we litigate against each other, but it's never like super contentious. It's always, you know, like, look, we, we you know, you hit, you know, you pitch, they hit and we yep. pitch and, you know, they pitch, we hit and we and then go back and forth and whoever at the end of the game wins, you know, that's it. And so it's it's good to have that recognize and saying, like, look, man, you know, just as much as there are terrible plaintiff lawyers that are pieces of shit to the other side unnecessarily right like you don't like you can litigate your case hard and not be an asshole on either side and so i think sometimes we all forget that and so you know having that been done you know i think it's just a great time of year for that to be done it's coincidental i mean purely coincidental it's just the timing (laughs) of when things shook out but um I feel like that call, that phone call is is more important than even just the the potential impact directly to my clients that it's about it's it's what it represents in my mind, and it reminds me. Not unfortunately, I don't think I've ever been in that position to and, and taken advantage unnecessarily. But it reminds me to to be fair, to be kind, and remember that at the end of the day, here we're trying to do justice. And if we have a case and we're pursuing it, and we're litigating it hard, and we're going to try, that's because we believe deep in our heart that justice is done only when our client prevails. We wouldn't take the case otherwise. We're not in this to pull fast ones, games, and and all that. So anyway, I just. I'm going to keep that in mind, keep that in the back of my mind for the yeah. future, and, and and hopefully I can kind of pay that forward uh, at the next opportunity when, when we win and their client already gets a, a windfall, so to speak, relatively, and justice is done, that we don't maybe need to go the extra mile sometimes. But, well, that's only when it's a non-insurance company defendant. But, no, I'm saying if it were in a position like that. Yeah, I mean, I, I think that, yeah, I mean, we've gone after and say, look, I don't need to collect against you. Just give me your assignment against the insurance company. Well, no, but sometimes you win, and there's a bad faith issue with the insurance company, and the, and the person that was the defendant is almost on your team now, and now you're going mm-hmm. to have to insurance company. That's one thing, but it's not in, it's not just purely theoretical. Sometimes those the former insured slash defendant is like, hey, the lawyer my insurance company hired fucked up. Maybe committed malpractice. It's like, that's what I'm talking about. Like, to, to talk people off the ledge, potentially, sometimes if it's... Yeah, if I the agree. the situation presents it, but... Anyway, I had a good time this trip. It, it was short, but uh, and it flew by, but I'm looking forward to the next one. But this will be our last podcast for the end of 2022. And so for those of our listeners, if this is your first time or you, you tune in weekly or periodically, I just want to express our gratitude. Thank you. Um, you know, we do this primarily for fun, but there's a, a secondary and tertiary benefit, hopefully, of uh, people learning something or putting a smile on their face or at least just getting a window into the – the day-to-day practice of being a personal injury trial lawyer in Florida, Georgia, and the USVI. And so hopefully you get something out of it. And we look forward to 2023. Shout out to Justin for putting all this production together, post-production. This man works hard, harder than most here, and um, we're grateful for him. And then to all our team members out there in the pre-litigation and litigation department, the wheels of justice don't move without you guys. You know, lawyers are great, but it's often the non-attorney staff that are the real (sighs) – They're the real engines that drive this thing, and I'm super grateful for everybody we have. I feel like we got this dream team, you know, one team, one dream. One team, one dream. Let's go. And by the way, don't use words like tertiary. I went to public school. I don't even know what that means. Does that mean like a third reason? I can't go to the fourth layer. I can only go to the third. What's the fourth level? Is this like an exception? Are we at the snow level right now? (laughs) (laughs) 
Anyways, uh, sorry I kid a lot of guys, but like real, real talk. Happy holidays, everyone. Hope everyone has a great New Year's. Be safe out there. Enjoy the time with your family. Um, and we will definitely see everyone in 2023. And another goal is we're going we're gonna to do more for the podcast and for the people. And, and so, you know, stay tuned in. Enjoy the holidays. And, and uh, we'll see you next year. Take care. Bye. There's nothing more thrilling than nailing an insurance company. And the truth shall set you free. I want the truth. You can't handle the truth. Great moments are born from great opportunity.